Well, hello and welcome. Welcome to the Further Faster podcast. I'm Joseph McClendon III, and I'll be your host and your guide on this next little while to do exactly and help you do exactly what the name implies, and that is to help you go further faster in your life and in your endeavors. And if you've been in this game any length of time at all, and the game being going further faster and accomplishing more and becoming a better person, then you know the value of having a coach and a mentor, somebody that can help you, motivate you, and see the things that you might not see to help you go further faster. And you're going to be delighted with my guest today. His name is Jarek Robbins, and he is the premier coach you're going to learn more about him. So grab yourself a pad and paper, settle in. I'll be right back with Jarek Robbins. Well, welcome back. Welcome anew to the Further Faster Podcast. I'm Joseph McClendon III, and I am absolutely thrilled to introduce you to my guest. And you may have already met him and, and heard about him. I'm sure you have. But I want to start by saying this. One of the great, great privileges of uh, having been in this game as long as I have, 30 plus years, is not just meeting amazing people, but meeting amazing people and watching them evolve into greatness. And my guest today, I met him when he was five years old. And if you're looking at him now, if you're watching us now, if you're looking at him or when you, as soon as you see him, you're going to see that that smile, which I saw at five years old, he just beams with it and the level of energy that this young man put out. And we spent a, I want to say, close to a 13-hour flight uh, to, from California to, to Australia. And he never shut up. The entire time, he talked the entire time, but I was delighted because the questions he was asking and, and the level of just, just awareness that this young man had, it was evident that he was going to be spectacular. His name is Jarek Robbins, and he's dedicated his life to helping professionals, professionals achieve success by living their purpose in their lives and in their businesses. At only 23 years old, Jarek was awarded the Congressional Award by the United States Congress. And he worked with a variety of A-list companies and organizations, including Harvard University, the United States Marines, United States Air Force Special Forces, USB, BMW, <laughs> Major League Baseball teams and U.S. Olympics. And, and the list goes on and on. He's a trusted advisor and board member of a variety of different companies and organizations. And in addition, he was recently awarded and made the president of Success Enterprises. And today, at 38 years old, he's a father and an amazing husband, and he's dedicated his life because he's had two decades of, of being one of the most outstanding performance coaches. And his experience helps him unlock the secrets to maximizing performance and organizational success. And He's just getting started, I'm telling you. So, Jarek, welcome to the Further Faster podcast. Thank you so much for being here. It's good to be here. I'm excited. With that kind of intro, I'm like, shit, this guy's great. I want to meet him. Uh, oh, you get to meet me again. It's good to see you, my friend. I'm going to start off by saying, first off, I know, uh, you know, we were going to do this before, but uh, I know you had some, some uh, weather challenges come through. How are things out there now? Uh, good. Good. We we luckily made it through. We had a category one hurricane sweep through and and blow over some trees and 
luckily not harm anything. Uh, I had one of those weird intuition feelings the day before that I needed to buy a chainsaw. And so I told my <laughs> wife, I need to buy a chainsaw. And she's like, you don't need a chainsaw. And I was like, I definitely need a chainsaw. There's a storm coming. You never know what could happen. She, she was like, fine. If you really need a chainsaw, go buy a chainsaw. And so I bought one and a giant tree fell on our road um, and I learned something, which is fun. It's one of those like classes of learning experiences. Uh, I didn't know how to use the damn thing. So I had it and I figured out how to turn it on, uh, but I didn't realize there's a technique to cutting through large trees. Right. I thought you just cut straight through it. And so I was out there getting stuck you know, consistently in the tree and this super nice guy watched me just totally mess it up about 15, 20 times. And, and he never once told me anything different. And I set it down and I was frustrated. And he said, hey, do you mind if I do a couple? And I was like, go for it. I'm horrible at this. And he went over and cut a V first and then went through a stump that was like as big as my arms hugging around it. And I looked at him and I said, how did you know the secret to success in cutting trees? And he said, oh, I have a friend in California. I cut trees with him a few times. And I stared at him and I'm like, damn, this guy knew the secret sauce the whole time. And he just yeah. didn't want to impress it upon me. Exactly. Um, but I was like, man, I wish he would have shared a little earlier and shared a little more. Well, again, he coached you. You know, he had some experience and he came through and you know the value of that. And first off, because uh, I want to share with you something on that subject and then we'll jump right into it. Uh, but first off, tell everybody where you live to, that uh, you were subject to that type of brutalness from that hurricane. Oh, totally. We're in Puerto Rico. So we're in Rincon, Puerto Rico, which is if you know where the island is, we're on the furthest point to the west. Um, we're known for a beach town kind of surfer yoga, stuff like that. Uh, but also we get 25 to 35 foot uh, waves in the winter. So the pro surfers all fly down to come surf them. I watch from shore and cheer them on. Uh, I go out with like three feet or below is my range right now. <laughs> well, I know you and your wife, uh, when pandemic hit, you packed up and got the hell up out of there and have been living in paradise for some time. But I want to totally share with you and then we would, yeah, yeah. Totally by accident. Uh, or intuition. Oh, really? I, I thought you did. I, I, well, there you go. Your intuition. We'll talk about that here in a little bit. But, uh, you know, I, I want to share with you on on the uh, I know how to use a chainsaw, but I've never used one. And I'll tell you how I have. I recently I would say within the last uh, three or four months took up something. And for a reason, I won't go into it. And that is watching videos that are just soothing, finding YouTube videos that are just soothing. And, and, and one of those types of videos that I watch, guess what? It's it's tree trimming. I mean, it's tree uh, felling. And I know that about how you cut the V and how to how to fell a tree. And I feel like I could get out there and, and with a chainsaw and and drop a tree exactly where I wanted to. <laughs> That's crazy. It's anyway, I thought you were going to say the chainsaw competitions where you see the, the lumber no, I watched that as like, well. Yes. I'm like, oh, how yeah. does he do that? I was yeah, like, that took I, him seven seconds. That took me 15 minutes to get halfway yeah. through the damn thing. 
I watch those as well. I just find something that that you know it's 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 mind numbing to a certain extent, but it's just interesting to watch stuff like that. Well, let's jump into it, Jarek, because as I said before, you are uh, you know, and and again, I've watched you evolve through the years, and you have become and and all, have been for some time such an unbelievable. I, you know, to, to call you a peak performance coach is an understatement with all the people that you work with and your career when you started, you, you know, it would have been very easy for you to, to maybe talk about a little bit, you know, lean on your heritage, if you will, but you didn't. I've watched you through the years become your own man and develop your own style. Share with us a little bit about your philosophy about coaching and mentoring people. Sure. So one of my, my, things that I count my sticks, my things that I picked up along the way um, was to, if you have something you're interested in, you should really work to get a personal PhD on the topic. And it started with, um, I mean, they're even calling me Dr. Joseph now on the screen. Uh, there, see, I earned it. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's how it starts. Um, but the, the, the thought was I, I did semester at sea. So I took a lap around the world on a cruise ship and the roommate I had when I met him, he, we walked it. We, I mean, we're stuck in a dorm room on a cruise ship. That's ultra small and close for three months know, together. Man. And this guy cruises on board and he's got long hair. He's super skinny. He's from Berkeley, which can kind of describe all the rest of them. And he's the sweetest dude in the world. And he pops in there and, and we were like, Oh, like, what's your major? What are you studying? And he smiled and, and I told him psychology and human beings and understanding why they do what they do and how to get them to do more and better and live their best life. And he's like, I'm like, what are you, what about you? What are you studying? And he said, I'm studying love. <laughs> Did you and see butterflies, like, rainbows and, and, and unicorns? <laughs> I was like, in what school do you go to? He said, Berkeley. And I'm like, first off, I didn't know you can get a degree in love. Wow. Second, um, how does this work? And he says, well, it's a pick your own major process where I'm assigned a, um, an advisor and I have to build the curriculum. So I have to decide what books I'll read, what courses I'll take, all the everything that goes with it. I produce it. I have to go to my advisor. They either approve it or disapprove it. This was approved. And then as long as I do everything that's on there at a satisfactory level, I get my bachelor in arts in love. Isn't that interesting? And at I said, Berkeley. Well, at Berkeley, which makes sense. That part adds up. Um, <laughs> yeah, <that's true. laughs> and I was like, well, what are you going to do with that? So fast forward, he's a defense lawyer in Los Angeles that protects people who can't protect themselves. So he's wildly intelligent. Coming all the way back to at that moment, though, I said, what are you going to do with it? He said, I'm not sure. I just know I care deeply about love and I want to know everything about it. Why people do it. What causes them to get into it? Why do they fall out of it? Where does it come from? Where does it go? And all the bits and pieces. And I went, that is cool. And then I thought about it. I'm like, what do I care about enough that I want a personal PhD in? And I thought about it. And so far, I've spent the last 15, 16 years of my life studying relationships. Mm -hmm. And so I've gone through level one and two certification with Gottman. I've gone through all this Alison Armstrong stuff. I've read dozens of books and taken courses and seminars. And, and I spent five years practicing, meaning learning and just kind of sorting through it before I met my wife. And then we've spent eight, nine, 10 years together practicing and eight years married. And so 
I'm, I'm, you know, nearing 15, 16 years of my personal PhD process on the topic. And I went, wow, that's cool. I've spent the last um, eight years studying with Keith on business. And so I'm about eight out of 10. Yeah. Keith Cunningham, I'm about eight out yeah, of 10 yeah. years in my personal PhD in business. I took, right. and then there's a process. You, you learn it. And so I learned the information. Then you got to live it, which is the most important part. So I applied yes. it. We had 143% increase in our business over three years. Um, recently at Success, uh, we're on track to do over 100% growth in revenue and a, over a 50% growth of profitability in the year that I've taken over since we've been there. But um, we've helped companies grow you know, in one year in the pandemic, 50% increase in profitability, 175% increase in, in um I'm sorry, 50% increase in revenue, 171% increase in profitability, and 195% increase in net profit, all during the pandemic. And, and so, learned it, applied it to my own businesses and got results, and now we've able to replicate for others. Um, and then success was a neat piece, because it's not just advising them to do it, it's actually you know putting the gloves on and doing the work with the team and and watching the needle move in the exact same ways that we've been able to advise and we've been able to do. And, and so it's this process of, and I'm only eight years into it. So I look at success as, as a, a fun way of kind of my PhD dissertation. Um, <laughs> like you know, it, it's like the that. last couple of years where you prove it, you, you prove that it works. Like right. you know what you're doing and now you get your hands on and, and you go write your dissertation and show how you can actually make the result happen in a real way. Um, which is fun. So I, I yeah. one of my philosophies there is figure out what's the thing that you're wildly passionate about and craft your personal PhD curriculum over that four years to get your master or four years to get your bachelor's, you know, two, three years to get your master's and then go for 10 or 12 years to get your PhD. I love how you put that as well, because a lot of people, so many people that I run across in my businesses and things that they go, you know, how, what's the secret? What's the number one thing? How can I get there? And, you know, even the name of this program is further faster. How can I get there further faster? Further faster does not mean overnight. Further faster means it's going to be faster than you going through the school of hard knocks. And you still got to put in the time, the effort, the energy, the capital and everything that goes along with it as well. And one of the things that I really enjoy about you and I and it has been something that is uh, I'm just going to say a hallmark hallmark of who you are is that you are so invested in helping the person find out who they are, find out what their values are and help them align those values, help align what they're doing with those values so that they do go further faster. Share with us a little bit about your, the, the foundational con the concept of core values and what that means with regard to somebody going further faster. Totally, totally. Um, I've done a lot of training. I mean, I, I, my dad teaches on values I met John D. Martini along the way, and he taught values in a totally different way, which I was like, wow, that's cool. Like that's, that's different than what I knew to be true before. So it gave me a new reference point. And then I ran across Richard Barrett, who, who does corporate values over in the UK and took his certification. And I was like, wow, that's a whole different animal too. And, and, and so I've been gathering as much information on values from multiple perspectives in different places for a while now. And my experience is, and, and I'll, I'll tell you kind of a personal story. Um, my mom was struggling with her health and, and it was a long, long-term struggle. It wasn't kind of an overnight thing. It was 
sure. decades, few decades of choices that added up in the wrong direction. Yes. Um, and when I talked to John Martini about it, he told me, he said, if I were to sum this up in a simple way, it's simple, but it, it might take a moment to land. The reason she's making these choices is she's not aligned with her highest values. If her time, her behaviors, her thoughts, and her investment of self was aligned with their higher values, her highest values, she would be making radically different decisions of how to take care of herself because she would value herself as the vehicle or vessel more to be able to then live up to her highest values and do what she was really called to do and called for. Put and you know, maybe to simplify that a bit. And first off, most people have no idea what their values are. Most people don't. And I know that's one of the things that you assist people in doing. And uh, again, not to overly simplify it, but when you know what your purpose is and you know what's the most important to you, and you, that's part of your identity, then you will act accordingly. Most people, like I said, they don't know what their values are. They don't know what they're, you know, even to describe themselves. If you ask people, who are you? What do you want? And what is your highest values? Most people go into you know, I guy and they guess, they guess at it. And one of the greatest things about what you do is you help people find out just that, what their values are, what their identity is and how, and again, align them with doing that. And that is one, again, one of the hallmarks of your success. And anybody that I've talked to that has ever been around you, anybody that I've talked to that has been coached by you and you started, by the way, there's two things I want to point out. He, he mentioned his father and his father. And I said earlier, this is a man who certainly and it, it was it couldn't. I'm not going to say it would have been easier, but he could have easily leaned on his father's reputation uh, and and grown from there. But he didn't. His father's Tony Robbins. and He's been my business partner, my dear friend for many. Well, for as long as this guy's been alive for, <laughs> here. Uh and he's my son's godfather. As a matter of fact, I just saw your father. We just did an, an event in uh, in Florida. Uh, I just got back the day before yesterday. Uh, but you didn't do that. You know, you stepped out on your own and you made it for yourself. And one of the things I want to point out to everybody that he you've said it three or four times, Jarek, and that is that you got all these certifications and you're constantly learning and you're going out and you're learning more and you're getting, you know, you, you set your, your, where you're going to go with something. And then you go learn and gather as much information as possible. And that is one thing that I always tell people as well, that whether you've got a coach or mentor or you're your coach, your mentor, constantly always be learning because it's not just to store information. It's learn so that you can do something with this. Expand on that just a little bit as well. Why even at this stage right now, you are the president of success, success magazine. You've got unbelievable amount of success of your own. You could stop learning right now. Why do you continue to learn? Oh, there's so much stuff I want to learn. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. And, so, well, and the reason I asked that, I'm sorry to cut you off. The reason I asked that is there are, especially right now, there has been some somewhat of a uh, movement to uh, uh, help people recognize that maybe college is not your, your path. Sure. And most people think, well, that's where I go to learn. But the truth of the matter is, especially now, this is just my personal opinion, it is so much easier and you have so much more access to learn from people like yourselves without having to en enroll in, in college courses. Tell a little bit well, about what your, your beliefs are about that as well, because, you know, you're a professional learner. You love to learn. But totally. I don't think a lot of people have that identity. 
So I was working with the Special Operations Command at, at Hurlbert, Hurlbert Air Force Base in Florida. And while I was there, the, the woman who commands the entire base, I sat with her and I said, you know, what do you do here? What's the outcome? What's the purpose? What's the mission? She said, the mission here is to create, um, I'm trying to remember the exact word she said, to develop something like, like to develop better citizens for the United States. And I said, ooh, that's interesting. So she's developing great citizens. And I said, can you tell me some of the breakthroughs you've had, some of the things that made things better here, that sped it up, that gave it the ability to, to improve what used to happen back in the day? And she says, I'll tell you, when we allowed people to have self-choice learning activities, the amount of information they consumed went up 5x overnight. And I said, what do you mean? She says, a standard course, you have to show up on the day at the time, take the class, learn the thing, take the test, graduate, move on, next class. When we digitized them, there were certain classes they had to show up to, but there were other classes. And she goes, watch this. If you walk outside, it was Sunday morning. We walked over to where the learning center was. There was a whole stack of people sitting on the front steps on their laptops taking courses on their own time, Sunday morning, just storming through information. And she said the key was we allowed them to pick their own learning journey and it allowed them to do what they were passionate about. And they did it a thousand times better and more efficiently than the stuff they were forced to go through. That makes so much sense. And it kind of goes back on what we were saying about your love, uh, the, the guy that was ma ma uh, mastering and majoring in love. Uh, you know, you said that he chose his own courses. And because I said chose your own courses, it's time for a break, Jarek. <laughs> we're going to take a short break. And when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about powerful partnerships and creating a community for everyone that wants to support. So we'll be right back with Jarek Robbins. You're enjoying this episode on Angel Phoenix Productions Podcast Network. To explore our complete lineup of quality programs and media production services, head on over to angelphoenix.com or like our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash angel phoenix productions. Welcome back. Welcome back. I am here with my dear friend of uh, actually most of his life and half of my life, <laughs> uh, Jarek Robbins. And Jarek was recently just talking to us about the power of learning. And I promised that when he came back, we were going to talk about some of the things, his expertise. And I'm going to tell you right now, Jarek, we're not going to have time to get everything in that I wanted to. So I'm going to formally ask you in front of everybody, uh, if you would honor us in coming back and, and doing this again at another time, we can dig deeper. Totally. Love to. Fabulous, fabulous, fabulous. Well, let's talk a little bit about building powerful partnerships and business accelerating in your, in your business. Yeah. Yeah. Um, partnerships is the way I've grown. I, I looked back and I said, what was every major lift I had in my business when I first started? Um, and I, I looked all the way back to, it was partnerships. It was always teaming up with the right people that caused major quick lift. Um, and one of my friends introduced me to a concept, three-piece concept around powerful partnerships. 
Uh, number one, it's reach. So you need a platform or you need something that has reach or someone that has reach. Uh, number two, it's relationship. So the second R is relationship, meaning someone has no like and trust with the community you're wanting to connect with. And then number three, it's a world-class product or service. It has to be world-class, otherwise you will lose the relationship and trust and the platforms won't won't care. <laughs> and, and so when world, you connect world, those world three class together- meaning, World-class meaning the quality of the product, correct? Uh, it's not always quality of the product, it's quality of the results. And, and gotcha. so okay. as long as it really gets them the results, and, and I was meeting with a friend in Texas and he told me this concept of ROI and I was like, oh, return on investment. He goes, no, 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 there's two types. You're, you only know one. And I was like, what was the other? Uh, and he said, return of investment. Then you go to part two, which is then return on investment. And he said, the first measurement when I invest in companies is how long will it take me to get the return of my investment back? And what is their plan to get it to me? And then number two, what kind of multiple will I then see on the investment I made? And I looked at that and I said, that should be a requirement for every program or every workshop or every coach anyone ever hires. It should be a conversation of if I choose to work with you, if I choose to read this book, if I choose to take this course, if I choose to sign up for this degree or whatever it is, how long is the first ROI going to take? How long until I get my return of my investment back? If it was 5,000, how long does it take me to earn 5,000 back with what I've just received and experienced? Then what is the lifetime ROI multiple I can earn for the lifetime of what I've just gathered? And if it takes me five months to get my five grand back, but then I have 40 years of use and each year I can produce another $10,000, that's $400,000 plus the five I got back within five months. And I was like, that's a great return. Yeah. Like, that's unbelievable. Those are my only investments these days, by the way. I, totally. I just made an investment a little while ago where I get uh, my principal back, well, actually half of my principal back in 18 months, and yep. then the, the rest of it back in another five months after that. And then after that, it's ridiculous. Those are the only investments I make. But I, I, I cut you off. You were talking about, uh, about strategic alignments and, and building partnerships, powerful partnerships. Totally. So it's coming together. And if you apply the two concepts together, it's saying, hey, does my world-class product or service offer a, a significant double ROI? So the return nice. of the return on investment for the people buying it. If you can promise that, that's a huge win. You got a solid offering. Second, can the relationship be transferable? Sometimes it is, sometimes it isn't. This is a oops I've seen where sometimes people get the right person but the trust doesn't transfer. <laughs> um, let me give you an example. It'd be like hiring a spokesperson that speaks to a certain audience, but that audience does not transfer trust from that spokesperson to you. Meaning they'll listen to them, but uh, as soon as you them, start talking, you. the ratings yeah. drop. You're like, oh, that, yeah. that trust doesn't transfer. So the trust has to transfer. Um, when the trust transfers properly, so I always think of like Michael Jordan and Air Jordan shoes. Like that was a company trust transfer between his athleticism and like likeliness in the world to that shoe, which was co-branded with him. And all of a sudden, boom, 
Still to this day, he gets a royalty check for two hundred million a year off that break. Unbelievable! Right? It's ridiculous. Amazing. He got a solid ROI on that deal. Um, yeah, and, a, a solid double ROI because I don't think he invested any money into it. However, he did invest his career and everything that he did. That was his. Investment. He invested his brand. He took a risk. Mm-hmm. He put his brand, his likeliness, who he was on the line with Nike that wasn't what it is today back then and they put their money on him and he put his brand with them and they trusted each other. I don't know all the details between him and Phil and Nike, but it worked Um, and it worked really, really well. And it came down to reach. They've been, I mean, everywhere Nike's willing to put the ads. So they have mass reach. They have a relationship. People have a relationship with, I want to be like Mike Then they had a relationship to the brand itself, not just him as a person. I mean, there's people now who buy Jordans that never saw Jordan play. No, they don't even know. Like they they know of him, but they don't know him. Um, And then the third part, they delivered a really high quality product over and over Mm -hmm. and over again, whether it's the shoes or the shirts or the shorts or the outfits, they kept delivering quality. and that combination allowed them to sell probably billions of dollars worth of you know, merchandise at this point. And continue to. What would you say to somebody who is listening to this and goes, well, I don't have a brand, you know, and I'm just getting started. And, and I, you know, how, how would I go about creating uh, strategic partnerships or, or, or building partnerships and powerful partnerships with somebody? Uh, where would I start? Oof. First off, work through the limiting beliefs about not having a brand. So watch Beautiful. This. Preach, um, preacher. Preach. You know, if your local Girl Scout tribe gets together, they're, they have, a, a depending on who you ask, a world-class product that they sell. <laughs> Thin mints are deadly. Um, and, and, and so, you know, they've got their world-class product and service they pitch. Um, and, and then reach. How do they get reach? Well, they go make a brand partnership. They go ask a local grocery store if they can sit out front. Um, they ask a business if they can they can you know sit out front. I think the funniest one I saw in California was they they set up a little booth outside of a cannabis store, and I was like, well, these these girls are entrepreneurs. They know what they're doing. They got people with munchies coming out to buy you know, the whole wagon of cookies. Um, and, and so they, they ask reach if they can set up in a location that has a high volume <laughs> of humans relationship. Um, they're the relationship builders. If you've ever yes. walked by that little booth they're they are determined to build a relationship with you in, in a few moments. And then they've got their product and service. So if a Girl Scout can do it, you can do it. Um, and, and you just got to think of those three connection points. You don't need the Super Bowl commercial to start with. And for nowadays, I mean, golly, you could go on Google and spend a hundred bucks and get in front of thousands of people. You can, you can just boost your Instagram post and get 10,000 people to check it out. And so the reach is not hard nowadays. The relationship is important. And you got to think of relationship as transactional, relational, or transformational. The problem most people have is they're operating in transactional. And that's why people will only buy from them if it makes sense in the short run. But when things get going and things get tough and rough and bumps and stuff, people ditch them immediately. 
And the key is, can you build a strong enough relationship that they'll stick with you when it matters? No doubt. And people operate in that transactional mode and not really even knowing what that means, not knowing their, their, their worth, their value, and so on and so forth. Well, Jarek, listen, again, please come back. We are absolutely out of time. But before we go, uh, first off, thank you. Thank you so much. But before we go, two things. Number one, what have you got going on? And how will people get in touch with you? Because I want people, listen, if you're listening to this right now, the purpose of this, we bring you the best of the best. And obviously today is an, uh, is an exemplary uh, example of that today. And, and uh, how would people find you? And what do you got going on that would interest our listeners? Two, two, two things. One, if you want to take that values assessment to figure out what your values are and get really aligned, you can go to highperformancevalues.com or just go to my Instagram and click the link in the bio. Um, and that'll help you sort out and get real clear on your values. Number two, at Success, our mission is to build the world's most collaborative communities that help people live their best life now. If you want to join our community, just go to success.com forward slash community and it'll bring you into our Discord channel where I'm in there chatting and connecting with people daily to help them help them elevate and be better. Spectacular. And all of this information we're going to put in the description as well. Jarek, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. You know, I love you. And I it just it's been a, a one of the joys of my life is to watch you grow you and your family. And, uh, you know, I know you're in paradise now where you're where you uh, uh, built your home. But I know you talked about coming back this way here sometime soon. And so I want to thank you so much for being part of the show. And everybody remember this. So first off, look this man up, go take that evaluation, you know, and and again, all the times, all the things that we talk about here are to assist you in whatever your outcome is. And here you have a man that specializes in that and has for decades and has worked with the best of the best and is the best of the best. So I highly encourage you to look him up and uh, uh, use these tools to go further faster. And lastly, I will always say that life is exactly what you dare to make it and fortune favors the bold. So the trick to life is to constantly boldly step up and dare to make your life magnificent. I'm Joseph McClendon III. This has been Further Faster and I will see you at the top. This podcast was a production of Angel Phoenix Productions. Explore more episodes of this show or other great shows on the Angel Phoenix Podcast Network by visiting angelphoenix.com. The views expressed in this show do not necessarily represent those of Angel Phoenix Productions or its advertisers and may contain language that's unsuitable for younger listeners.